Good morning, everyone. So this morning, before we uh, start the, the sitting together, the guided meditation, I wanted to say a few words about uh, practice, uh, maybe some instructions, some things that can uh, help us uh, go through the day. So, um, so we're sitting now, and uh, later, uh, this, uh, before we leave this hall this morning, I'll talk a little bit about the walking. And y- you might have seen on the schedule that uh, how we the time is organized here, and it sometimes it might be a little shocking. You look at it and like, whoa, it seems extremely busy. Huh? But I want to reassure you, basically, we're doing nothing in a very organized way. (laughs) We're just going to sit here a little bit and do nothing. Then we're going to walk, going nowhere. We're going to sit again. People will cook for us. We might, we'll pitch in a little bit for a few minutes every day, you know, to support the community. But uh, uh, we don't have much to do here. But you might still find it extremely tiring. You might say, wow, that's the most exhausting thing I've ever done in my life, being with my own mind and heart all day. Um, But actually there's three, uh, we see practice here as three three formal uh, kind of, or three important uh, manifestations of practice or ways to practice. And so, Let's say the first one is, because uh, you can put it in any order, but let's say the first practice uh, that we value here is walking practice. really important. It's not uh, just taking a break, and I'll talk about it uh, later. It's very, very beautiful, rich, but uh, practice with a lot of potential in it. And there is also what we call daily activities here. So when we uh, eat, when we go to our room, everything that is between the sitting and the walking becomes an opportunity for practice. And so uh, it would be really good, it's good that we're all aware of this, because sometimes we think like the thing is really the sitting or the walking, and in between I can be uh, hectic or habitual, and the invitation is here is like, no, 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 let's use that precious, this precious moments of, you know, being a hundred people in the, how do you call it, the coat room or cloak, cloak, cloak room, cloak room. So these moments where you might feel in you like some kind of like, oh, impatience or something, oh, beautiful moments to actually be there. You know, when you come out of the cloak room or whatever it's called and you're by the board there and there's like some are going up some left some right some are confused uh, you know to where they're going and you're like ah there's a kind of a traffic jam here we consider these amazing opportunities for practice it means to just be awake and see if we can uh, apply a little kindness or a little patience or um, you know, many oppor- the, a hundred people in a building like this, there's going to be many opportunities for practice. The food line, you know, uh, before uh, getting to, before reaching the soup, you know, being in the standing there is a beautiful place to actually be awake bec- because that's what we're going to uh, be experiencing or investigating here. What What is it like to be awake, to really be there for what's happening, yeah? 
So the walking, the daily activities, and the sitting sometime here in the hall, we'll find ourselves sitting. And so, just so in case you had put in your mind that you were coming to do sitting meditation and all the rest was kind of uh, on the side, I'd like to change the order, maybe, or make it equal for us. And we'll talk more about how to do this. And so that then we can bring uh, this practice to our life, where we move, where we sit, where we walk, where we uh, wait, where we uh, encounter other beings, etc. Again, very important to say the fullness of our experience is welcome here, or, or every aspect of it is welcome here. So again, if uh, whatever your mind state is, if you're excited about this retreat right now, or exhausted, or if you find, uh, I don't know, if you find yourself um, maybe um, sad that you are... Uh, with so many white people. That could be an experience that you might have here, that you don't feel you're represented on stage. Uh, we don't cover a lot of diversity between, uh, between uh, Lila and I, and we're, uh, we're aware of this. Uh, and aware of this and sometimes unconscious of this, clearly. But it's good to name it. Being in rural Massachusetts, you know, on a rainy day, uh, might make you happy or might make you uh, sad. And that's part of the experience uh, that we would want to make space for that, for whatever you feel. And my bet is that there's going to be fluctuations in there. It's going to intensify, it's going to disappear for a moment, moment here and there, and something else might arise. Uh, I'd like to maybe even go a little further with this and say that uh, and that's one of the wise views, wise understanding of what's going to happen here this week, is although we're going to have personal experiences because of our history, because of many things, what happened just before we came, or the story of our people, or we're going to have very different experience here, very personal. The unfolding is going to be different for every one of us, right? Uh, at some point, one will be concentrated, the other one agitated, and later, whoops, maybe the opposite, you know. Um, so very personal experiences, and we're actually getting closer to our personal experience because we're not so stimulated and caught in things to do. We don't have much to do. So we're going to feel what's happening personally for us. So, And this being said also, one of the for me, liberating aspects of this practice, and it might be also for you, is that everything we're going to experience here is also, and see if that fits for you, if that seems right or not, or a wise way to consider this at least, is that every little thing that's going to happen here for us is also going, going to be a universal experience. Something that human experience. Comfort, easeful body, like very aligned and light or something like this. If you happen to uh, experience this, this is going to be a human experience. Other humans have experienced this. If you sit there and you feel like crooked, uncomfortable, there's pain in the knee or the lower back or something else, this is going to be a universal experience. So it, 
it's almost the way I hear it. It's almost as if, as if every experience that we have, we're kind of welcomed back in humanity through this experience of feeling numb, of feeling joy, of feeling doubt, of feeling confidence, of feeling gratitude. Uh, the time seeming endless, you know, this retreat or this sitting is never going to end. Very human experience. The bell rings, oh my God, it went so fast. So perceptions also, very human experiences. So to me, that's one of the aspects of practice that I like. I sit here and will become very intimate with my own personal experience. And at the same time, I'm touching into humanity. What it's like to experience uh, frustration, what it's like to experience understanding, clarity, chaos of the heart and mind, expansion, contractions, and there'll be a lot of, th of these probably this week, you know. And all these are uh, human experience. When you read sutras and texts or the uh, teachings of the Buddha from 2,600 years ago, it seems like people were going through the same things that we go through, yeah. And so maybe this way of viewing your experience might be useful for you. If it's not, <coughs> please just put it aside. But it might be if you find something, it, and we might remind you of this, ah, you're, you're having a very human experience here. You're separated from what you want. Ah, you encounter what is uh, agreeable, comfortable, what feels good. Ah, humans have these encounters. They have these ways of being separated from what they want. You know, everything seems perfect. You have your little spot. Right? And then, I don't know, somebody next to you breathes and it becomes a problem for you. It's never been a problem before, but now <laughs> it becomes a problem. You're a little separated from what you want. You know, very human experience. That's a in this realm, it happens a lot, have you noticed? We have that in common, that we live in a world that doesn't totally conform to what we would like, you know. And we can wake up to this and, and notice what's happening and learn how to be with uh, the unwanted situation and learn to really be touched and uh, feel also the, the beauty and the whatever is feels good or is connective or feels safe or so here there's going to be a lot of all of these here this week so that's one thing to maybe remember that our experience is universal another point that could be useful here for you this week it's very at the heart of the pra practice is the kind of, we could call it maybe attitude. I don't know if that would be the right way, the right word here, but um, what I want to talk about for a few uh, moments here is uh, friendliness, the power of uh, kindness or benevolence. Uh, the power of benevolence in one's own little uh, psyche and heart and body. So this attitude that uh, <coughs> will uh, probably invite again and again. Uh, it's the kind of, uh, yesterday we talked about non-harming in the community. And uh, it's, it's, 
inwardly it would be one of the expression of non-harming is to have a friendly attitude uh, with oneself but towards also the experiences we have the discomfort we feel may it be physical or emotional or to actually see if it's possible to yeah befriend or uh, and it's related to not judging not uh, hating what's happening but seeing if we can make space for what's there whatever is there right now can it be met with uh, friendliness little exercise i'm just making this up right now feel your hands right now they're probably touching something each other touching your lap so the awareness of hands and see if you can make your uh, attention just a little friendly a little allowing and it might be available it might not mean anything to you right now like oh, what does that mean but it could like feeling the hand with uh, some sense of uh, non uh, you know not, it's a mind that is not judging not demanding but that is meeting so it can be very simple and in a way very transparent when i say friendly it's not like where the hearts i love my god my hands i love my hands it doesn't have to be like this it's just like a, maybe a words don't come to mind a p- peaceful encounter like a, so that could be useful uh, in many ways So friendly attitude, and sometimes it's not possible because you know the mind sometimes is uh, kind of malleable. And you say, "How could the mind or the heart be a little friendly?" And whoops, it just became it by thinking about it. You know, it just. And sometimes we think, "Oh, could the heart be a little, or the attitude could a bit friendly?" And the answer is like, "No, (laughs) no, no," and that's okay too. Because sometimes our minds are a little rigid and they're, or they're threatened or there's something happening. So it's, it can't move so, so much like this. But sometimes, and you'll see at different times, oh, could I be, uh, could I be friendly here in this line, uh, in this, uh, how do you call it, queue, 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 when you're lining up for food, you know? And there's a, you know, like, come on, people, people, they're, they don't go fast enough, you know? And oh, could there be a friendly attitude here? And oops, you might see this opportunity, this possibility. So always welcome in the sitting, in the walking, in the being alone in your rooms, in your room, or anywhere else. A little friendliness, just applying a little friendliness, a little benevolence, a little goodwill, anything of that nature that is available. And see here if you if you do that, what would happen to the experience, the perceptions, how things appear suddenly with uh, when you apply this balm. Again, if available, yeah. And then maybe the last point that I'll make here this morning is about uh, the task itself, what we're here to do. So we're in in a way we. Um, we came to a meditation center to learn about meditation. And what is meditation? Meditation is a lot of um, 
just being there. It's a quality, a way to uh, experience reality uh, with uh, quality awareness. I don't know if it's already imposing too much, but maybe we'll f- I'll find my way with the words here. Uh, but uh, in life, often, see if that's true for you. In life, often, we uh, will see something, the, so the eye will get in contact with a visual object, we'll see something, and we'll be in reality, like seeing for one second, and then we'll be off in our mind. Oh my God, this question is taken, I want it. And it goes, you know, or we'll hear something, you know, and then poof, we'll take one second to be in reality, and then we'll be gone, you know. So we hear something, or we'll think something, and instead of being aware that we're thinking, we're going to follow that thread, you know, and be gone again. So spending, it might be the case for you, I certainly recognize this in my experience, and in a few other experiences that I, uh, that I know of, of other people, where we spend a lot of time in our head, thinking about the world, you know. So you give me half an hour here of silence, I'm fine. You know, I can think about mostly myself for 30 minutes, who I could have been, who I would be, if I was somewhere else, how I would feel, you know, after the retreat, how I will feel, hopefully I better, you know, uh, you know, my, I, and I don't have any uh, restriction. I can even think of a, another past I could have had, you know, although it's all gone, you know, another, you know, and I can create a lot of ideas about this. If, if it, if you tend to be more uh, codependent than narcissistic, then you'll spend the uh, half hour thinking about somebody else. You know, oh, will they call? Did they call? Will they? You know. <laughs> but basically, and I'm doing. I'm saying this with a lot of compassion for us. You know, and a little humor also. It's important. Um, but a lot in the world of idea. So we can st- spend the time here planifying, plan, plan, planifying, plan. Or thinking about the past or the future or any, you know, some of us maybe will be resolving complex mathematical problems, you know. But in the, in the thought world, and so a lot of what we do here is to actually kind of land in the reality again through the senses. So we kind of see if we can extend extend the moment of connection with reality a little bit. So being here suddenly feeling the temperature, let's say, just this temperature in the room, and not making anything out of it, like, oh, temperature is great, or it's too cold, it's too, but oh, it's like this right now, let me stay there and feel that. Or hearing silence, or sound, or vibration. I don't know if you're experiencing it as I'm saying that, but kind of becoming intimate with reality through the senses. So sometimes, for example, you'll feel something, a little discomfort in the legs, very possible here. Yeah. And often we'll go, oh my God, my legs, I should have a better posture. I have to get a posture clinic for myself. Or will I lose my legs? Or You know, like (coughs) it'll go off like, all kinds of projects and thoughts and fears. And, and here we try to see if it's possible. We invite ourselves through the guidance of the teachers, but through our own guidance also, can I stay here and just feel this and discover this little discomfort? 
Can I allow it to be here? Yeah? So we practice with the toes and the knees. Then we'll practice with the heart also. Oh, there's a little agitation here. Can that be okay? Can that be okay that it's a little like this or that it's a little like that, a little heavy, sleepy? Can, can that be known instead of, oh my God, you're always sleepy, you're missing everything in life? You know? Can you just feel touching the heaviness or the lightness or the comfort or discomfort? And you see again, the whole field of experience is totally welcomed. So I have two little haikus here that I thought would uh, kind of talk about, um, about this. So haiku, short uh, poem, uh, from a Japanese uh, tradition. And so here, here one from Isa. <coughs> I think it speaks uh, well of the, this practice. So it says, Right at my feet. And when did you get here, snail? Right at my feet. And when did you get here, snail? So what I like about this uh, little haiku here is that there's a there's a, a, a kind of a little ah or connection with something simple you know there's just a little snail there and there's a kind of a quality of presence a curiosity for life oh look at that and so for you it might be oh right in my feet how did you get here <laughs> you know and when did you get here uh, pain, you know? <laughs> oh, here's this thing that suddenly appears in the field of my consciousness, you know? It, you know, oh, it's been there, maybe growing unconsciously and unnoticed, and suddenly it's like, oh, here's this thing in the lower back. Can, I, can it be allowed to be fe- felt? Can it be allowed to be there? You know, often we're like, no, I don't want this, I need to feel. Can it, can it be here for a little moment? I have another one here from, I don't know if I say uh, the name of the uh, author well, Kojo or maybe Kojo. Night and the moon, my neighbor playing on his flute out of tune. I like the capacity to allow life to be as it is, you know? So there's a kind of joy in there, there's an exclamation mark there. Night and the moon, wow, look at that my neighbor playing on his flute, out of tune. Can that be allowed, that it's a little imperfect, you know? Can we let ourselves, or let maybe preferences fall away a little bit? Maybe they can be acknowledged, there would be a preference, but the value here is what is actually happening, not so much the value of what I would like to happen, but what is happening here, can I actually touch it? feel this. So this is the task. It's actually very simple. Again, see if you can feel your eyelids now. They appear. Oh, when did you get here? Eyelids. Is that exhausting to feel the eyelids? Probably not. In a way, it's really very low effort, huh? being there, feeling the world. So that's the invitation. Let's see if we can uh, do that. Yeah.
you want to move your body, take a couple of uh, seconds to move your body. During the week, you might have to alternate postures. Huh? Sit on the floor, sit on the, a chair. I think the rule here, maybe uh, Elizabeth mentioned it, we try not to claim two spots with, like, uh, claiming is like li- leaving something personal on a chair, on a cushion. So you can claim one, one spot by leaving something so it's clearly yours, in a way, yeah? So a chair or a cushion. And sometimes you'll find chairs or cushion where there's nothing on them, you can uh, use them. But please don't claim two because there's not enough for us to have two. Finding a posture that can be comfortable for us. And after this uh, sit, when we go towards the walking, those who want to stay and, and uh, talk a little bit about the posture, uh, you'll be able to stay and one of us will give a few, uh, say a few words on the posture. But just for now, see the best way for you to sit and get maybe a little quiet. So remembering that we don't have to produce anything here. What we're practicing is really a receptivity, the capacity to feel and allow the world to unfold or manifest as it does. So your eyes might be closed or open if you want. One discovery we might make is discover that there is a body here. Oh, there's a body sitting. Often when we're sitting, we don't know we're sitting. We're thinking of stuff or eating or talking. And here we're just extending this moment of connection with that awareness of sitting, we stay aware. We let the body be known, experienced, felt. And we might discover that this body is uh, sitting here, this human being is hearing also. There's this kind of sensitivity to sound, my voice, but also maybe other sounds of nature. Of humans or of the building. 
And we just discovered that sensitivity to hearing as if we had never heard before. Some of us might become aware that this body is breathing. We don't have to make the breath be anything else than what it is. Just allowing it to unfold in its uh, fluidity or in its rigidity or in its depth or speed, just the way it is. We're discovering that we're breathing systems. And if you happen to be feeling the breath in the belly, see if you can uh, invite a little friendliness or benevolence in there. loving-kindness. Thoughts come or comments, comments about what's happening are there. Just acknowledge that there is a, this is part of the field too. Not only are you breathing and hearing, but also there are thoughts happening. Maybe not, don't put so much value on the thoughts right now. There's a kind of a shift here. This morning we're giving values to uh, the senses, the five uh, senses that we know. And so if there is a lot of things said in the mind, maybe you can say, thank you, thank you, but now we're feeling the toes. It's really important. Or hearing sounds. Maybe we're just discovering the sensations in the chest area. There might be ease there, or contractions, or heaviness, or lightness, space, or nothing. 
we see if we can let that be there. In the way we're discovering the state of the heart, the quietness in there or the agitation. or anything else, the sadness or joy or constriction or space of the heart. And we see if it can be okay that it's like this right now. just allowing life to manifest as it does and seeing if we can meet it just slightly more fully than maybe is usual for us. Becoming uh, intimate. With one aspect of life at a time, maybe. There is some kind of discomfort. See if it's uh, it can be known, it can be allowed uh, in the field of consciousness. If it gets too intense, you could uh, maybe stand up for a couple of minutes, a few minutes. It's totally uh, welcomed. Often it uh, will release the pain. 
otherwise just seeing if it can be met with some friendliness rather than fear or dejection or hatred. something in your experience is sweet, agreeable, let it be fully known, the heat in the cheeks, the freshness of the air touching your skin or coming through your nostrils. Something is slightly agreeable or sweet. Allow it to be fully known. Without any judgment here, if possible, notice the state of the heart-mind. If you're scattered or gathered, the attention, if the heart is heavy or light or neither one nor the other, if there's impatience or frustration or the mind is kind or allowing it's tight or open in there and you'll have your own words or your own experience but just see a little bit what's the flavor in there and can that be okay that it's like this right now can it be known Sometimes we experience confusion, sometimes clarity. Sometimes it's not outstanding in this way.
And again, let the body be known, the body sitting here, breathing, hands touching. Nothing to acquire, nothing to get rid of. We're just seeing if we can meet what is there very simply, directly. No need to analyze or think of, but just taste, feel. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.